This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. America and welcome to the program. Tomorrow is election day. Lots of things on the ballot that you need to be aware of more than who's president and who is uh, who's going to go to the Senate and the House. A lot more. We'll bring you up to speed on some of those really important issues coming up in a second. But first, we look at the election. Probably the last time for the polls as election day is tomorrow. Let's find the latest the Electoral College, the latest polls the latest on the House and the Senate. We begin right now. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Welcome to the program. Tomorrow, uh, we are one day away from the fundamental transformation of America. Welcome to it. Don't know which way transforms us good, which one transforms us bad. It, I, I think personally, it is going to be up to us on Wednesday and how we react to the news. Uh, and if we pull back together, no matter who wins, if we can pull back together or not. Turn your microphone on there, uh, champ. No. Okay. Um, we're going to go to election with the uh, numbers here uh, with um, uh, with Stu. Stu, what do we what do we have? Anything new? I mean, let's go over where we are uh, here. Everyone's releasing their final polls uh, today and, and over the next, uh, you know, the last 48 hours. Uh, ABC News, Washington Post has Clinton up for 47, 43. Um, uh, we've got Fox News has Clinton up for 48, 44. CBS New York Times has Clinton up four, 45 to 41. NBC News, Wall Street Journal has Clinton up four, uh, 44 to 40. Um, Selzer and Company has it at 44, 41. Uh, that is a three-point three lead for Clinton. So pretty much everybody is at four. Yeah, there's some exceptions. Uh, Marist has a, a, a Clinton plus one um, rating, 44 to 43. Um, Lucid has it at 45, 40. Clinton... Um, now, some of the uh, more friendly to there's a, of course IBD, which is Investors Business Daily, has had Trump up for most of the time they've been running their poll. They still have Trump up by two. Um, the LA Times still has Trump up, um, which I don't have in front of me, but the, he's up by five or six in the LA Times poll. He's been leading that one pretty much from the beginning, uh, with very minor exceptions to that. Uh, and the ra- most recent Rasmussen one I don't have in front of me. Uh, let's see. Rasmussen has him, uh, Clinton up two right now. Um, so Trump has led that poll pretty consistently, but this is, this is not as close as Mitt Romney was. Yeah. The, uh, average poll for Mitt Romney was, I think 1.1 points, uh, Romney was behind Romney's issues were really developed in the state polling where it was difficult to find a path for him to get there, even though he was, unless is better than the path polling here, right? 
with Donald Trump? Uh, how, how do you mean? Uh, Isn't it wasn't Mitt Romney's path m- much easier than Donald Trump's is? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the issue with with Romney is you needed a systemic sort of polling bias uh, towards Barack Obama for Romney to have pulled that out. He had a chance, and it was you know fairly close, but you needed something where all polls were missing to the same side for some weird reason. Okay. It's absolutely what you need here, too. Um, it's possible that, you know, the, there are errors in polling, and sometimes they miss the same way. It, the Romney example, um, where he had a 1.1 average sort of margin leading into the election and wound up winning by uh, 3.9. Obama won by 3.9. So that was a, about a three-point swing towards Obama. If that same thing happens but in favor of Trump, he's got a good chance of winning it. Now, if he if he if he's in an environment where he's losing by three or four points and that's real, he's going to lose the election. I mean, because you're going to see that reflected in places like North Carolina um, and uh, I mean, you know, uh, um, um, you know, Pennsylvania, he won't really be competitive. He'll lose by six or seven there. And you'll see those things sort of early. I think you'll get that vibe early. North Carolina is going to be the most obvious one, because if he loses, if Donald Trump loses North Carolina, he will not be president. He absolutely has to win it. He's going to win it. You think he's going to win North Carolina? He's going to win North Carolina. I mean, we went over the early voting totals. If you missed that from last hour, they look really good in North Carolina. Yeah, he's going to win. Sometimes there are errors. It's hard to predict with early voting. But if there's any error in voting uh, or in polling, I think it's going to go in favor of Donald Trump at the election booth, at the voting booth. I think that if anything is wrong in these polls, it's that they have somehow or another missed the invisible vote. For Donald Trump. And that, now, that is never, we've said that since the beginning oh. in the primary, and that has never been the case. Now, even in the primary where he was winning, it was not invisible vote showing up. Correct. It was show, reflected perfectly in the polls. In fact, at some, you know, I mean, he was the favorite pretty much the entire time what the, what the polls said. The analysis that said he wouldn't win was outside of what the polls were saying, saying, well, he'll eventually fall apart. He'll eventually say something that will make him collapse. And that never actually happened. But the polls showed him, and polls are right. On the but the polls did show that he had bigger victories than predicted. The, the polls at times, and this isn't uniform across the primary, but at times showed that he was going to win by more than he wound up winning by. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. No. Uh, he, he underperformed his polls throughout the primaries. Mm. Um, but that does, not ref- that does not mean that's going to happen here. That's performance. Uh, right. And again, the issue, though, with those polls that showed him winning and were correct also showed him losing to Hillary Clinton in a general election. And a lot of stuff has happened since then, but that fact has not really changed throughout the election with, with, the, you know, with a couple of you know, minor exceptions where um, right, before, right after the Republican um, convention, he got the convention bounce, which moved him to about even. But that's the thing with Trump's case, is he needs the bounce to bring him to even, where her sort of natural state of this polling is already winning. So she needs to just not screw this up. I think I, the, the FBI thing does change that calculus a little bit, but that's the state of that race. I saw a poll uh, this weekend. 48% of Americans will accept Hillary Clinton on Wednesday as president. Only 48%. But it was in the 30s for Donald Trump. And that tells me that, um, that where are the independents? You know, you, you got to get to the Republicans and the independents. For as, as one commentator said this weekend, it is 
everyone would be talking about Hillary Clinton's historic lows in scores, in favorables, if it wasn't that Donald Trump was even lower. I mean, they're just both so universally unliked. you, you got to remember. Your mic is not working. Is. I don't know why it's not on. It's on. It might be a really... You might Jeffy, give me your mic real quick. Ms. Mike. Or talking to Jeffy's boobs. That's talk- you you got to remember, the intangible this election is the people out there who have been trained that the worst thing you can be is perceived, if it's, even if it's not real, to be a racist. That's, that's the intangible, Glenn. We've taught entire generations that the worst thing I out there is to that, be perceived as a racist. No, I think that that is going to actually backfire. I think that that is the fuel behind Donald Trump. They're tired of everything being about race, everything being about, you know, the rich versus the poor and uh, politically correct. And I, I just think that that's, that's the fuel of his fire. Now, you know, which, is, which, which shows up at the poll? I don't know. See, I think that was the case five, ten years ago. I would say absolutely right. I, I think you're spot on. I just think your timing's off on it. I, I think there are a lot of people that are tired, and they're the ones supporting Trump in that. But I think there's more people out there that just believe that being bad, not, excuse me, being mean is the worst thing you can be. And they perceive him as mean. I think that's where we are. I, I don't feel that way. I'm tired of the political correctness. There's a lot of And the millennials, they'll learn about political correctness in a few years. I just don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're voting. <clears throat> I mean, Maybe I not. This no. is going to be a historic low for, for I believe that. millennials. And that's, you know, probably bad for Hillary. I mean, because if Hillary does not turn out for the young vote and the black vote, which she's having problems with both of those areas, the only thing that's help- saving her is the Latino vote. Did you see her? Did you see when she actually asked a millennial to come up on stage and introduce her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have that, Pat? This millennial gets up and was a Bernie supporter and introduces her and is in the middle of saying, you know, horrible things about Donald Trump. And then he gets to her. Listen, what happened. Are you guys ready for the election? There's a lot of important issues being talked about in this election cycle. And one of the biggest ones is student debt. In 2012, 71% of college students in America graduated with student loan debt. And the average amount of that debt was $26,000 per student. While the part-time reality TV show... While the part-time reality TV show star and full-time bigot Donald Trump thinks that the greatest hard-working of its longer their country, but failing to even talk about this issue. But unfortunately, Hillary doesn't really care about this issue either. The no. only thing she cares about is pleasing her daughters, the billionaires, and planters. He understood all the people who really trust Hillary are Goldman Sachs. Citigroup can trust Hillary. Wow. Military-industrial complex can trust Hillary. Her good friend Henry Kissinger can trust Hillary. <laughs> Let's get her up here. Hillary, come here. Now they walk out on stage. She is so trapped in the world of the elite that she has completely lost grip of what it's like to be an average person. She doesn't care. Voting for another lesser of two females, there's no point. This is a Hillary Clinton introduction. Wow. Introduction, and if you can't hear all that audio, he's saying, you know, Hillary is she's in the pocket of Goldman Sachs and big business and big wow. banks. Military and she doesn't dare. complex. I mean, he just goes after her, and the audience is a little uh, a little stunned on what. Uh, <laughs> how did this guy get picked? 
This seems like an unusual introduction for Hillary. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure she's going to appreciate this one. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> let me bring her out. Hillary, get up here. Isn't That's that amazing? That took crazy. guts. Yeah. Did they pull him off and somebody yeah. else introduced? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they took him off. I love the guy, if you watch the video, the guy over the corner is like, oh. whoa, what's this? <laughs> like, I better get up there. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, I, I think looking at the polls you have, I, you know, if you have maybe 216 for Donald Trump electoral votes that are leaning his way, uh, about 272 to Hillary. That of course leaning her way. Leaning her way. And um, these are strong leans. These are not fights. I mean, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're not like toss-ups. If we put the toss-ups in, there's about 69 toss-up electoral votes. But wait, she's already there with just the leans. Correct. So Donald Trump would have to win his states, plus the toss-up states, plus pick off one in our lean Democrat column. The one that is emerging as the, the real possibility is New Hampshire. It's not the one I thought he would win. Um, however, if he's able to do that, and he's able to take, uh, importantly, the second district in Maine, which is he had really good polling early on and that has fallen off recently. He's currently behind there, but it's still a toss-up. He needs to win all of that. And if he could pick off New Hampshire, that would get him there. Um, that would get him to, to uh, she's at 268 at that point. If he loses Utah, that changes. Yeah, so if, that, if, if he were to win New Hampshire he's not for this scenario, Utah. I don't think he is either at this point. Exactly. But if he were to lose Utah and win New Hampshire in this scenario, we'd have a, a, it would go to the House. That's where that, that scenario comes in. A couple of things happened in Utah to, to freak them out, and, and now they're going the other way. So. What, what freaked them out? I, one of the uh, Trump rallies. Uh, some people showed up that I think convinced everybody he's fine. <laughs> I remember the story. Remember Who the hell showed up? <laughs> some, some people. Some people, people that, you know, maybe respected. Uh, Mormon mafia? No, they're not. Yes. I mean, they're, they're Mormon, yeah. But they're not. They're not they members of the church? I mean, big, big. Members. Big, they're, big they members. once held positions. They don't anymore. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people took that as, okay, that's an endorsement. And it isn't. Oh. It isn't. It's wow. people doing what the church encourages them to do, and that's choose for yourself. The, choose for yourself. Get involved in the process. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. go out and be active. And that's they what did. the mafia always tells you. I mean, they sure cho- you have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sleep with the fishes or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's your choice. So. I will say too. I mean, the best polling, uh, and for- I think that helped turn everything around. Yeah, I think too, and that may very well have. A lot of that's been written about quite uh, quite a bit. I think could have been our kiss of death too. Because we said last week we liked him. As soon as we like somebody, they're yeah, dead. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, too, is McMullen was doing well in Utah, particularly when Clinton was at her biggest points of her lead. I think, like, when people saw, oh, my gosh, Clinton's going to run away with this, and she was up eight points in the polls, uh, people were like, well, you know, Trump's not going to win anyway. I might as well vote for someone who's not a horrible human being. And now that it's getting close, now they want the horrible human being, apparently. But whatever. Like, now that it's close, I think they're thinking, oh, my vote... It's, it's too important. I can't waste it on a guy like McMullen who's not going to win. All the right. issue here is, again, if McMullen wins Utah, it does absolutely nothing to Donald Trump's chances. Right. It, because it, 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 only a state that would be a purple state that you might think about voting for Evan McMullen might be an issue. This is a state that's going to be won by either Evan McMullen or Donald Trump with all uh, rational possibilities. And then if it were to go to the House in that bizarre situation we just outlined, Donald Trump would win anyway. In almost every circumstance, barring some massive scandal or arrest. Okay, so um, I want to go through the toss-up states. North Carolina, Florida, uh, the 2nd District of Maine, Ohio, and Nevada. Those are must 
win states. And I want to get the latest polling numbers uh, here in just a second. First, let me ask you, how'd you sleep last night? If you'd like a better night's sleep, get a Casper mattress and get the best sleep you've ever experienced. Our Casper mattress, um, we love. We absolutely love it. Uh, Tanya came home last night. Her neck was all screwed up. She had been gone for about four days. And when she walked in the door, she said, I cannot wait to get into bed and have a good night's sleep. It's our Casper mattress, invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee you sleep cool and comfortable with all the support you need. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. And your Casper mattress ships for free. So try one in your home for 100 nights, risk-free, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund everything. Go to Casper.com and use the promo code BECK at $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. It's Casper.com, offer code BECK, $50 off the purchase of your mattress, Casper.com, Offer code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Stream the show live on iHeartRadio or listen later on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Mercury. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com. All right. So we've already seen the latest poll numbers in North Carolina, and I would put North Carolina into the lean Republican out of the toss-up. I mean, if that if we can do that here, yes, we take North Carolina and say he's gonna let's give it right. to him. Keep him on that side. Yes, Florida, Florida, Florida. Honestly, the early vote looks fairly good for Clinton. I've kind of always believed for some reason Trump was going to pull off Florida. He has a lot of connections down there. Um, you know, it's always it's always a razor sharp uh, you know sort of election. I don't know why, but I've been thinking he's going to win that one. The early vote, though, has really activated uh, Hispanics uh, on this particular case. And so, yeah, and that they, sounds they, like it bodes well for Clinton. It does. Yeah, that's not, not Trump. But, I mean, I think I, I'm still leaning that one. But you also have the category. Cubans in Miami that should be fearful. They're there for Republicans of, most yeah. of the time. Um, uh, so They flip. Yes, that would be this a time. Big. That would be very, very bad. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What are the poll numbers in Florida? Uh, are you giving it? Or just you don't have to quote it to me. Are you giving it to? I'm, I'm asking you to make a choice here. Yeah, I'm, and I've kind of leaned these things again. I would so not think, bet money on any of these states yeah, because that. they're very much legitimate toss-ups. Uh, but if I had, you know, gun to my head, 
Right now, I would probably think Florida. I, mean, I would lean Florida. Why towards- you said you said North Carolina is because of all the uh, early voting looks so favorable. Why would you put Florida in into his? You bastard! What are you doing? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just. What are trying you to trying to pull? Does someone what have a gun? Are you trying to pull on us? Have a gun. What, are we trying to, what are we? What are you seeing that you're not sharing with us? Yeah. Just your gut? Yeah, you little yeah, liar. Yeah, Florida is. You know, give me a Florida. The percentage of winning on, uh, on the election model is 51.3 percent Clinton, 48.7 percent Trump. It's pure toss-up. North Carolina, 50.5 percent Clinton. 49.5%. Okay. So she actually is ups. ahead, though, still, in both those states. In both of those, it's according yeah, to the that, polls and demographics. No, but there's three again, point. That's amazing. I also think of, you know, North Carolina is a... He has to have those It's really not a... This is not a toss-up state. North Carolina should not be a toss-up state. Right. It was not a toss-up state. Right. You know, Mitt Romney won it uh, comfortably. Yeah. Barack Obama won it against McCain, but that was a blowout election. Yeah. Um, you know, so this... I think that, you know, coming back to who North Car- you know, Car- Carolina really is, which is a red state even though it's really more purple lately. It's, I, yeah. I think they probably will go there. The early vote supports that. Florida is a real toss-up, as it always is. Um, you know, I'm thinking, I, I don't know, Trump has had a presence there for a long time. He's familiar to people. There's a lot of retired New no Yorkers. Like that, it's like that Sonic commercial with the two obnoxious guys who are always yeah. in those Sonic commercials, and they're talking about the two different worlds. And he's naming worlds that don't exist. Earth yeah. to Schmirth, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, again, I'm purely guessing on these. You, they're, they're toss-ups. These are, they're in the toss-up column for a reason. It's impossible to know. But, you know, just as a gut, looking at all the information, I think, I think Ohio, I'm also leaning towards Trump. Trump, I think, is going to win Ohio, although it's so. going to be close. Um, Nevada, the early vote looks bad for him. It's a yeah. state that, you know... That's the Democratic oh. machine. And yeah, right. The Reed machine is there. Yep. Romney lost it by seven, and the early vote looks bad. So, what if he loses Nevada but wins New Hampshire? Does that get him? Uh, no, it's not enough. It's not enough? He's gotta, yeah, he'd have to win Nevada. So, too. he has to win Nevada and Maine and all the rest and pick off New Hampshire. Holy cow. Woo, bro, it's hard. That's it's there. He can do it. Tomorrow. Yeah, I it's mean, can, but it is threading the needle at 80 miles an hour. Back in a second with what else is on your ballot. Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. I want to get back to some regular topics after this election. Like, Pat had an incident with his car where they told him, don't change the tire. He had a flat. Don't change the tire. Let let us come and change the tire. It's too complex. Too complex. How much did it cost you? Because you didn't let them change it's the tire. It's going to be somewhere between $3,000 and $3,000. $3,000 because he, let, he, he wanted to do it himself. Yeah, and it's oh. one of the few man things I can actually pull off. No, it's really. You know, I know how to change. When did our cars become so complex? I had a car that you open up the hood and the engine was sealed. So you didn't even see the engine. It just had a plate over it. <laughs> and you open it up and you're like, what the hell is this? To be fair, and, you know, yes. the car was able to have the tire changed by someone who read the directions properly and put the jack in the correct place. 
right? Yes, so but you can still do it. Himself. But they are making cars, so we. But you can't have to put you anymore. have to put the jack in exactly the right spot. Otherwise, you hear this noise. <laughs> no, rocket. That sounded panel. almost like a real, like it actually happened. Yeah, it it, it can and, and actually did. That's what I hear. And, uh, on, that's what I hear on the show every so, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, wait. Let's uh, let's look at the things that are being decided on the down ticket that have nothing to do with um, Hillary. Uh, or uh, Donald Trump. Medical marijuana will be legal in the majority of states, most likely. Oh, that's coming. And the number of states with legalized recreational pot could double tomorrow. I think you got four that have recreational legal now, five on the ballot. I guarantee at least two of them pass. I haven't seen any of the statistics. And one of those is New Hampshire, so that should and look at one of help Hillary. One of them's California. Yeah, too. one of them's Maine. Maine, New oh, Maine, 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 and Massachusetts. Right, right. The other's California. Once California happens, Arizona. everybody's going to want to do it. Yeah, everybody's going. Well, once California does it, like textbooks, Texas and California. Once you get Texas and California, you're done. You're done. There is so much money in the recreational for California. They are just going crazy, and the only people that are really standing against it now, alcohol industry. Oh, <laughs> they don't want the competition. The same thing happens wow, with the casinos. Wow, they all alcohol. try to ban the sports betting online. Yeah, exactly right. right. You That's guys crazy. are the ones standing right. up against this. Uh, Oregon may elect the uh, first openly bisexual governor. How would I know anything about that? Kate Brown. <laughs> How would I know anything about that? I don't know what you're saying. Well, I don't know. I'm just, Nobody let's just move on. Kate, Kate Brown. <laughs> Kate Brown. She was the secretary of state. She assumed the role uh, after the other governor resigned in a corruption scandal. Um, she is now running. She is openly bi- uh, bisexual. So? Uh, no, she will be the first openly LB- LGBT uh, candidate or person ever elected uh, governor in American history. You can't choose love. It's a bit. Uh, shut up. <laughs> um, you also may soon have the constitutional right to hunt and fish. Oh, Indiana Wait. hunters in Indiana. They're voting whether to amend the state's constitution to establish a defined right to hunt and fish. Same in Montana. Same in Montana, Kansas, Kansas. and any place else. I yeah, don't think so. It. That's interesting. That seems unnecessary. What am I yeah. missing? No, 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 because, because people are going out and they're having... Um, oh, this is the future. They're worried about staving off something that yeah, we... Yeah, they're, okay. they're, they're, they're going out and saying, you, you can't... Okay. You don't have a right to hunt or you don't have a right to fish. You can't bring your own food home. And so then I have to buy it, and eventually I'll have to buy it from the government as part of Soylent Green. And this uh, is an interesting... Oh, that's... Okay. Yes. First of all, yes. Sure. But second of all, there's, this is a, an interesting approach that states have taken lately. And I don't think it's actually working. This idea that you preemptively go in and try to block an issue that's not necessarily bubbled up yet. So you try to get a constitutional amendment or something in your state to block something. And what it seems to be doing, and and marriage is the most obvious example, is just bring the issue to the forefront more. So like with marriage, everyone, they came out and they passed the Defense of Marriage Act and all these constitutional bans in these cities Mm -hmm. or in these states. And it wound up seemingly moving the debate more into the mainstream and furthering it. I can't. And then it was overwhelmed. uh, I can't imagine, though, that we will move further down the road of you can't hunt or fish. I mean, that just seems... Well, we I couldn't mean, imagine is, any of this stuff. No, but, it, but, but here, it, it's natural right to feed yourself. See, yeah. you, uh, the, argument, the argument on uh, gay marriage was natural right to be with who I want to be with. Mm-hmm. So I have a natural right to be with this person. You can't stop me. 
This is a, I have a natural right to feed myself. Yes, you do, but you just can't feed yourself on that land. That's right. And where can I go for free food? Kroger. Really? Or not free, but Kroger. Kroger. You got to go buy it somehow, or the See, government. It's, it's again. I will say, I think it's natural rights. I, first or, of all, you'll get animal rights people. Yeah. Green agenda push on this, and agenda secondly, anti Second Amendment people. I would not be surprised if it's a pushback against the theoretical efforts and and real efforts among some to ban the hunting excuse, if I put that in air quotes. Uh, so they're saying all the time, yeah. all the, so, and you see this even from Republicans, well, we have to be able to hunt. 15 to hunt. Right, exactly. So they'll say, and then the next step is to say, well, you can't hunt. I'm not surprised at all if they try to go after these things for multiple reasons. That's uh, a good way to shut down the Second Amendment without actually going after A state government for the first time might institute a carbon tax. And if you think the Pacific Northwest has a hard time finding jobs now... Just wait. Good luck. Good luck. Do it, Washington. Do it. See what happens. Um, so they got a carbon tax. It is initiative uh, wow. 732. Um, is David Barton on the phone with us? Yeah, he is. Or he's here. Come on in, David. Come on in. He's got, a, he's got one about the death penalty, too, um, in, where is it? Nebraska. Is it Nebraska. There's actually four of them. Yeah. There's four of them. Four states voting death penalty. But the Nebraska is a big deal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's confusing. Well, Oklahoma, Nebraska, California's got two on their ballot. Uh, they're a bunch, and they're kind of worded goofily, for sure. Uh, Cal- Oklahoma's is the clearest. Keeping the death penalty is going to happen. California's got one that kind of reduces it, and another keeps it. They've got two options. It doesn't have a death penalty. They haven't executed anybody from since like the 19. They've, 19- they've actually got two on the ballot in they've California, right? Got two on right? the ballot, and um, one of the states is that I think it's Missouri has two cigarette tax votes on the ballot, so you get your choice one or the other, or reject them both of them. So th- there's 154 ballot initiatives, and some of them are completely contradictory. Like Cal, I'd say California, Maine, and Washington have the goofiest ballot initiatives. Have, have, <laughs> have you covered the one on porn in California? Oh, is it the condom? Condom. Yeah, yeah. The the moral thing to do oh, yeah. is to wear condoms when you do porn. <laughs> the moral thing to do yeah. this kind of oxymoronic you know. but there, there's there's some goofy balance against moral porn that's what you're saying yeah exactly. that's what i heard that's what i heard exactly that, moral porn you heard right you heard yeah. right yeah uh, tell me about real quick tell me about the nebraska death penalty because there's something about repealing it the way it's worded now it, it, is stopping somebody from being executed right and so repealing this actually means instituting it again. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I believe that's right, because they, that's the one they've got. I've got the list right here. Uh, that is the one they've got. And by the way, Kansas has death penalty on the ballot in a very unusual way. Uh, they've got six of their, five of their judges up for retention elections, and their judges overturn death penalty. Jury awards death penalty, and their judges just dump it. So the U.S. Supreme Court on seven occasions has dumped the, the Kansas judges. Now think of this. Seven times they've done this? Seven times the U.S. Supreme Court yeah. has dumped the judge. Seven times. Sometimes unanimously. Overtur- a unanimous seven times the Supreme Court has overturned the, the Kansas Supreme Court on this. Yeah. And so the people have had enough and said, look, we're just going to get these guys there, out. There's the guys. And there's two guys up in, Calif- uh, in Colorado on retention elections that also have to go. So are they kicking term. all of them out? Well, there's one good one on the Supreme Court. Caleb Stegall, vote yes to retain. The others need to know. And the Court of Appeals, only two, Catherine Gardner and David Bruns. Bruns. That's right. Then everyone else is vote not to retain. And by the way, uh, Oklahoma's got a really important amendment up. They're getting rid of what's called the Blaine Amendment. 26 states have the Blaine Amendment. 
And the Blaine Amendment was a racist, bigot amendment that was added uh, by a Republican guy in 1876 that was anti-Catholic and said, no money can go to any Catholic thing. Well, it says no money can go to religious schools. It's what they called Catholic schools. So now you can't do any faith-based programs. You can't do faith-based prison. You can't do faith-based anything. You can't have parochial schools in Oklahoma? Well, that's, uh, you, you can, but they can't be helped by the state. Okay. And the government used to help all schools. Okay. And so when they put that amendment in there, 26 states have it, it was, to, it was to say, oh, we'll help Christian schools, but not Catholic schools. And so they have a chance to vote that down. Nobody knows what the blame amendment is, but it keeps all the faith-based programs from being funded anywhere in those states. I had the, uh, the, the way the, the Nebraska thing works here. I've been pulling up. Uh, so a repeal vote on the Nebraska death penalty thing. A repeal vote reinstates the death penalty in the state. A retain vote upholds the ban on the death penalty. And here, so retain, yeah. retain keeping the is ban. you're banning it. Uh, repeal is you're reinstating the death penalty. So if you are pro-death penalty, you want to vote re, uh, repeal. If you vote to retain, so you're keeping the What's the good of reading the bill? On purpose? No, no, here's what happened. They, they, it sure sounds like Here's what happened. The legislature banned yeah. the death penalty. Right. And the governor vetoed it. And then they overrode his veto. Mm-hmm. So it's in place. So the governor got behind it and had this put on the ballot. It was his initiative they had to put on the ballot. So right now there is a ban in Nebraska on the death penalty. Well, if the people are for it, yeah, but the, how did the legislature? How did the legislature ban? override a veto? I mean, that's yeah, a tough, override a that's veto. High standard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's out of step? They, with made, the it, they made the bill yeah. confusing. They made the wording confusing yeah. to mess with the election. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What I'm asking is, they overrode a veto of uh, obviously some dirtbag getting um, the you know whatever the electric chair or whatever they do. Um, so that's usually a pretty easy thing to win unless this dirtbag wasn't really guilty or there was some questionable stuff or the people just say, no, I, we don't want to execute people, which who's out of step, the governor or the legislature? I would say the legislature is out of step with the ban yeah. uh, because it's pretty strong across nearly all the states for, I, I think even California will retain the semblance of a death penalty. I mean, that they just, they both those in. You got to remember that the Nebraska legislature is only one body. It's the only unicameral body out there. So it doesn't go through two bodies. It's the one unicameral we have, and they're all senators. No representatives in, in Nebraska. So they're not necessarily always in step with the people. You don't have two, two shots at it with two bodies. What is the most important ballot initiative you have seen? Is it the Kansas? The judges uh, in Kansas and in Colorado. Uh, the two judges in Colorado that have got to go are William, uh, William Hood, and the other one is Michael Berger. Those guys look directly at the Kansas Constitution, the first four parts of the Bill of Rights. Everything comes to the people. You have inalienable rights. Your first inalienable rights are religious liberty, and those guys said not in, our, not in our tenure. And so they're the guy that put Jack Phillips, said he was going to jail for not baking a cake for a homosexual wedding. So that was a jail offense, even though the, the Colorado Constitution clearly says the first inalienable rights, the right of religious conscience, and that can't be infringed. Where do the people stand in that now? I, would, I used to would believe that the Mountain West just had, mm-hmm. you know, just common sense. Montana, Montana, if you say Montana's got a ban on trapping in Montana. I mean, that's, that's always been part of the West. It's crazy what's going on in Montana now, but back to your point. So, so the, how is it going to go? Well, in, in Montana, I would think they would vote that down, but they're phrasing it under animal rights, and that's such a goofy area up there. 
and so many outside people have moved into Montana buying up 100,000 acre sections of land oh. that it's, it, it could go anti-West. But traditional West, that would never have been an issue. You've also got Indiana and, and um, you've got Kansas up with right to hunt uh, amendments. But you look at everything overall, think judges are the big, biggest one. You've got about 120 million people to be voting on tax increases. And two years ago, 95% of all votes on tax increases raised the taxes. Unbelievable. Voters raised their own taxes. They tried to repeal death taxes. They all lost. It, it was just amazing. <sighs> More from How David. was it worded? <laughs> uh, now this. Bank of America reported their largest institutional clients have now sold stocks for a record 21 consecutive weeks. That means the big institutions are saying, I want to get out of stocks. They've been doing it for half a year. Um, yesterday, the stocks rebounded um, on the news that Comey said, hey, maybe we're not going to do anything with Hillary Clinton. It looks like she's clear again. Uh, stocks went back up. Uh, gold fell. People felt a little more comfortable. We're going to see a, an interesting Wednesday, possibly, in the stock market and see what's, what's happening. But this has nothing to do with the president. This has everything to do with what our system, our central banks and our banks have been doing now for 20 years. We're going to have to pay the price soon. Call Goldline today at 866-GOLDLINE and ask them about their price guarantee program. Ask them about the uh, special uh, gold coin. uh, They are called legal tender units. They're from the Perth Mint in Australia. They're the only individually sealed little teeny tenth of an ounce coins that come right from the mint that is easy to break up for trading, easy to keep in your wallet, um, easy to make sure your kids have one of these things to be able to get anywhere in case they get stuck uh, in case of a dramatic um, breakdown. Call Goldline now. Great investment, but you have to do your own homework and figure it out on yourself. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. David Barton. You think that Donald Trump's going to win tomorrow? That's intuitive. That's based on inductive, not deductive. So what? Tell me, tell me what he wins. Where do you think he's going to pick up the states from Hillary? What should we be watching for tomorrow? Um, I, I think if you watch early states coming in, Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, those would be the first two. If those go well, then you start looking at Wisconsin and at Michigan. You look at Iowa, you look at other states that are all toss-ups. Well, depending on whose point of view. Well, in that uh, <laughs> Mullen wins them, you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, just, just so you know, there are 31 presidential names on the official ballots. So 31 people running for president. There's 560 that have qualified to be write-ins. So you got lots of choices. Yeah, tomorrow. There was yeah. probably, I, I early voted, and there was... Uh, 10 or 15 probably in Texas, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, there's the, Const- the write-ins. Well, one of them is the Constitution Party of Texas and Idaho. Now, why those two states and really a weird. candidate from the Constitution? They, oh, they yeah. hate each other. This is, oh. <laughs> oh, David. oh, they hate each other. So, David, um, now I've got about 20 seconds here. 
Do we come together on Wednesday? Yeah. I, I, no matter who wins. No, I, I, I think I think there will be a reuniting of factions that are right now split, but I don't think the nation comes together. I think that some of the split on the right will come together, but I don't think the nation comes together. Mm. How do we do? Well, we'll have to talk about that on another show because we have to start coming together. We're in deep trouble. Yep. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.